0: My name is Lola DePuzzlo, and this is Media Delta. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. Um, We have um, something interesting this week, uh, namely something that uh, is definitely video game related, at least. Uh, Very much so, because it is a show that's all about video games. Uh, we had such a good time with Game Center CX in Nick Arcade that clearly this, I mean, clearly this is going to go just as good as those, right? Well, today we're talking about Game Pro TV, which was a show that lasted a year. Uh, that was a basically a video version of the Game Pro you know, magazine. Um, if you were familiar with, like, Magazine in the '90s GamePro was definitely one of the bigger ones, uh, right along alongside like EGM and like Game Informer, and uh, trying to think of some others. Nintendo Power in that like uh, GamePro was definitely one of the bigger ones. I remember getting GamePro a lot. Um, so this is a video game version or a not video game. This is a TV version of that magazine. So uh, I was not the only one who watched this. So please introduce yourselves.
1: Hi, I'm Max. i I'm ready to rock this scuba. Yeah!
2: It is the 90s, and there is time for Coolio. I'm Torpetypist,
3: and I regret not pre-gaming this like the fucking host did.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so this show was hosted by, not by people who were involved in, like, you know, Actual Game Pro magazine. Uh, this was hosted mostly um, by one J.D. Roth, who is a or is his his career is here weird but at the time he hosted a number of game shows that were uh, aimed at kids uh his probably his most notable one uh, was he was a ho- the host of fun house which was essentially double there that wasn't double there and also did not um get any of the uh, any of the kind of like fame that double Dare did although they both got nes games uh both of them are bad but that's a that's another thing uh, also he's a co-creator of the biggest loser uh so that's jd roth uh, yeah
2: he's he's done a lot of uh reality television it looks like
0: yeah and there was also for a handful of episodes there was a co-host um brennan howard who is now I- oh, god
2: I don't know that I would call two episodes a handful.
0: He was in a couple, literally. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, and he has gone now to do, like, he's done some voice acting. He's done some, like, directorial stuff. uh, So he's still doing stuff. Uh, But yeah, incredibly stoned out of his gourd while recording this one.
1: Fucking blazed beyond belief. Oh my god. I got a contact high watching him. It was so fucking obvious, too. Like, oh, my God.
0: Like, like, if you've ever seen, like, Bill and Ted, uh, he was basically both of them at once, but actually real. Um, I still
1: can't believe that I saw that. I, I, my eyes are in disbelief.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, he was... I,
2: I, go ahead.
3: He is I a will nice say boy. he was a better... He was a more enjoyable horse to host than... The other guy, but also,
1: oof, my god, that man was not there. He was like a yeah. 90s Kramer. Kinda. kinda. Like, he, like, he he moved yeah. all over the place, and he, he, he didn't seem real. It was like an ethereal being that kind of jumps into your house and then leaves as, as quickly. He is video game.
0: she' like he' has like a character written it for like a side bit like you know the thing where it's like you have a show that inside the show they have like it's like when you have a show that's about people making shows and they make really obvious characters for their characters. he was one of those, but like in real life. um he he was interesting to watch. I won't say good, but he was interesting. Um,
2: That's a word for it, sure
0: But, yeah Um, I think before we just kind of Ramble on um, Let's just kind of get our Impressions out of the way Axe, what did you think about this?
1: So, as I stated In the um, In the the one chat uh, I was two minutes into the first episode And I was ready to write it off It was really not good Two minutes
3: in, you already knew what it was anyway Yeah,
1: but like (laughs) I gave it a chance. I gave it the six episodes we were supposed to watch. And, like, I kind of can't hate it. I really can't. Because, and just stay with me on this, all right? It's extremely 90s. It is aggressively 90s. It is more 90s than Guy Fieri. It is so fucking 90s, and I can't overstate this. It is a 90s-ass show. But they did put effort into the production of this show. They actually really did put in some serious effort into this. Um, There are a number of instances where JD is green screened onto like uh, a still from a game. And they actually do it in interesting and unique ways where it kind of looks like he's actually like riding a dragon or inside a skull's mouth. Like they did some real honest work on it. And I can't fault them for that. I really can't just ignore that. Um... But at the same time, like, it's embarrassing to watch at the exact same time because of how 90s it is. it's. um I didn't like Brennan, I'll be honest. I really didn't enjoy the energy that he brought. It was so just, like, he's 90s distilled into a human being and then just set loose on a stage. And I just, I couldn't stand... I can't stand those old, like, uh, 90s-isms. I, when I look back on them, I just find them cringy. Um, I liked JD's more leveled and calm kind of pre- presentation. He did kind of occasionally do a 90s-ism, but it wasn't as intense as Brennan was. Brennan was intense. Um... And it's it's an interesting idea, but I don't think it comes together well because they're basically rapid fire giving you codes for games, secrets for games, then like a quick review of a game, then back to some codes and secrets for games. Then they've got the – a call-in where somebody did like a video and sent it to them to ask them a question and then one to give them a pro tip, air quotes – Um, which were always awkward and funny to watch because a lot of them felt like the person was doing it against their will. There's one, there was like, I think she was like a five-year-old girl doing it. (laughs) And it was like, she was definitely being coached to what to say throughout it. It was really bad. The show is just weird and all over the place. You know, it has this really interesting production. And at the same time, you've got, like two hosts, one who's pretty normal, one who's stoned out in his fucking mind, and only lasted for two episodes. I wonder if I wonder if that's why. Um, and it's just like they tried to take a magazine and turn it into a TV show, and i guess I guess I could say they succeeded because it's just as scattershot and weirdly laid out as the game Pro Magazine was. But you know it was it was an interesting watch and it's you know it's it's another relic from an era gone by.
0: Yes, it is you, you don't get stuff like that anymore. I will definitely give you that.
2: It's probably a reason for that.
1: Yeah. Like the 80s and 90s are very specific eras that can never be replicated and never will be.
2: Yeah, it it's very
0: much like yeah, it's uh it's that kind of thing um like you mentioned the green screen, like i remember the green like that is the thing i remember of it of them abusing the hell out of that green screen <laughs> um and like yeah they, it was some like decent use of green screen for like putting themselves in like games like the one of the very first ones was like uh they were doing Crystalis, uh and they have them like opening the door at the very beginning of the game and like peeking out of it and it looked like I'm gonna say it looked, i mean. For the time, it looked good, but also it, like, was very cheesy, but also kind of impressive at the same time.
1: It was close enough. Weird amounts of thought put into some of it, yeah. 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 And I appreciate that. I really do, because, you know, green screen's not that easy to pull off. And, you know, a lot of those shows that did green screen kind of did them pretty poorly back in the day, because they were still figuring it out. But these people actually knew what they were doing with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, like I can't remember if it was uh, the case where like J.D. Ross was actually like in the games at the time. I, I think I remember reading that he wasn't like he I mean, he was like a casual like game player. Um, he wasn't like uh, I think it, I think Phil Moore was on record that saying that he was like really into games at the time when he was doing Nick Arcade, uh, but also um, uh, Jeff Edwards, who was the host of Starcade. Um, is huge into arcade games when he did StarCade, uh, which really helped that show. Uh, I'm really looking forward to someday actually doing that show because that is, that is a uh, much like this show is a relic of the 90s. That show is a relic of the 80s, like the early 80s. And it it's very interesting to like see game culture of that time. Uh, also, especially when there are reviews because there are reviews, it's like you kind of forget how people thought a game like the what the value of a game was back then because you definitely saw that like they put a really high uh import on um on difficulty in games like the fact that like i remember the wolverine one like they were saying like oh this game is like really hard so that's gonna get you the most bang for your buck
1: yeah and uh uh, ghouls and ghosts yes ghosts and goblins
0: it was uh, specifically Supergirls and Ghosts.
1: Supergirls and um, Ghosts, yeah. They also but, brought it up during that
0: because it was, this was ninety one, so this was right when that game was launching. Uh, so just hearing their like how they thought, um, like, like it's just a reminder of what people's thoughts were for these games that we now think of as really old when they first came out. Like, how did people approach them? and like what 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 were they impressed by back then like
3: garbage games yeah
1: (laughs) like the graphical side of things whenever they call out like the graphics at the time it kind of brings me back to and I've brought this up many times um Metal Gear Solid when I first played Metal Gear Solid I was blown away by the graphics and I thought it can't get better than this this is realistic and you know awesome and you know, back then, you know, they had their their equivalent of that. You know, this game is the best looking thing we've got on this system. Yeah. Because the way, way we do it on RetroRack Rhapsody, we're looking backwards at these games with with like the foresight of all of the advancements we've had in gaming to this point. And it's I like you said, it's just it's really interesting to get an at that time viewpoint of these games that we've already looked at
0: yeah um yeah that that part's definitely uh, really interesting uh also another thing about grain pro tv that i actually kind of appreciated uh game pro tv is the first place like when i watched it uh i actually had a vhs tra- uh, tape that had a couple of episodes on this not ones that were actually in uh this set uh but it was the first time that i actually heard of a turbo graphics before uh so it was like, what is this weird other thing that's this isn't a Genesis, this isn't a Super Nintendo, what is this? Um so that was that this was my first introduction to what a Graphics was. Uh, which as far as I knew was a machine that had the Adam fam- the CD version of the Adams family, and that was about it.
1: Confession on my end, I didn't know about the turbo graphics until the Wii, because of Splatterhouse. Yep. Because on uh, the Wii, Wii Shop, they had the TurboGrafx version of Splatterhouse, not the arcade.
0: Yeah, I never... Saw, like, I might have seen a turbo Like, they might have had a store that had Graphics, and I just kind of ignored it because it wasn't a Super Nintendo or Genesis. Yeah. Um, and you would just... You would hear... Like, I remember hearing rumblings of what a Neo Geo was. Um, but this was, like, the first thing that actually had, like, stuff in it for the people who had TurboGrafxes. And put them on the same level, actually, which was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that's just kind of interesting. Um, you had any other thoughts?
1: No, not really.
0: Cool. Uh,
2: I feel like I sat through, some, through an ordeal for two hours where, whereby someone was beating me in the face with a 90s stick. Um, yes, I, I'm sure that we all have the same opinion. This show is quintessentially 90s. It kind of looks like it was made on a shoestring budget, most of which was spent on the 5,000 TVs that were on set. But, um, yeah, uh, there, this was, this was definitely an interesting show for what it was though. Um, uh, like I said, is basically trying to put a magazine for uh, aimed at children on TV, and for what they were trying to do, I think they they did pretty well. I I feel like I feel though like there should have been a new co-host after Brennan because although Brennan was way too all over the place and probably high off his off his gourd. But like, he he brought a different energy than JD did. JD was very straight-laced. And I feel like it would have done the show good to have kind of a foil to that, just not as intense of one as Brennan. Um hmm. I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything else that uh that Axe hasn't brought up here. Um,
1: I did cover a lot of ground, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you did cover. And there's not really a whole lot yeah. about but the show. Yeah, that's also the thing. It's like
0: the show you figure it out like within like if you are familiar with Game Pro Maxi, you know what the show what the show basically is.
2: Yeah, basically. Um, there there is a few shows that have Done this sort of thing, and GamePro TV was one of them. Um there's also, you know, Game Center CX, Video and Arcade Top Ten here in Canada, um, Starcade. I, I've honestly never seen Starcade
3: was there. about playing arcade games. It's a different beast. It's not about presenting oh, okay. like codes and facts and hot tips. Gotcha. Yep.
2: Yeah, I I've vaguely heard of it but i've never seen it so that'll be an interesting experience when uh when that comes up um but yeah it's it's a very straightforward show and it i feel like it definitely appealed to the audience that it was aiming for at the time that it was doing it it aged poorly but it's still an interesting relic that we can appreciate for what it is today. And I'll just, as a complete kind of one-off thing, I do appreciate that in the first three episodes, there were four football games covered.
0: Yeah. Uh, John Madden was huge at the time. It's also great because also... they Kept
1: calling different ones the best football game. Yep. And then <laughs> and Brendan also... would sit in a chair and catch a football from off screen. Yep.
0: They got. Yeah, I'm, I I'm pretty they sure had, they all did. They had the dedicated football thrower guy.
1: <laughs> and and just to be fair, uh, it when we say it hasn't, it didn't age well. it Didn't age well in any problematic way. It's just, it, yeah, just a really a, like kind of embarrassing relic in a way.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's not offensive or anything. It it's maybe kind of offensive to the senses, but it's not offensive to the sensibilities.
1: It, it's a it, lot it, happening.
0: It's a lack. Of, it's a lack of connection, kind of. You you can tell that this was a different time. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, uh, anything, bad?
2: I uh, think that's about it for now. All right, Torbo.
3: I stopped watching after three episodes. I need to come clean about this. <laughs> I I couldn't take it anymore. I. <laughs> I don't think it's bad per se. It does what it sets out to do. It's a magazine and TV show format but it is exactly as dry as that. Uh, They try their best by, you know, showing off game footage, which is fine, Uh, trying to talk about it in incredibly 90s ways, which is whatever. Fucking throwing the football. But, like, the actual show, there's not really much of a show. It's literally just them rambling off codes with game footage in the background or talking about how to get high scores or any of those tips and tricks. Like, that's exactly it. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just I didn't find it that terribly watchable. Also, because it was a vicious, constant reminder of the 90s. <laughs> and like, yep. I enjoy. So, JD was like a solid host. I will not dispute that. But like, the, the other guy, was it Brennan? Brennan. Who, I enjoyed so much more because he was such a hot goddamn mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. He was like 100% blazed at a minimum, <laughs> like not even trying to hide it. Which I could understand needing to do that to stomach this fucking show. But like he was also incredibly 90s. But he had a certain, he had more personality to him than JD did, in my opinion. He had a lot more personality.
2: I remember the the one scene where where uh, JD was about to hand him the action replay and, you, and then went psych of betrayal twice not
3: just once it was a super fucked up thing to him because he just
1: looked (laughs) betrayed and then they zoom in on it and he's like the fuck (laughs) 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 why would you do me dirty like (laughs) this But, like, the
3: actual show itself, there wasn't much. I was impressed by the presentation, if nothing else. They clearly went all the way to set up, like, all these uh, green screen effects and setups ahead of time. So, for, like, uh, certain games, they would deliberately put the head and, like, the guy's head in places where it would not be in the way of the actual gameplay and UI. And it was kind of actually surprisingly clever. I actually did appreciate that, even if the show was budget as shit. Like, there was a lot of thought put in, in my opinion. A lot more than they, they... gave off with their air of 90s but also it was great seeing the fucking fucking children it was pretty much all children calling in like hey look at my high score or hey how do i get past this spot the star tropics one killed Mm -hmm.
1: me the star (laughs) tropics one was so good
2: it reminded
1: me how fucking horrible that game is (laughs)
2: And, and the great thing is, just considering the fact that they send in that question, and even if they had that question legitimately, or if they were just trying to, to get like a t-shirt or something, if they had that question legitimately, they probably figured it out by now, because it probably took like, a, like six months to a year to produce.
1: I want one of those t-shirts. <laughs> those t-shirts were kind of good, actually.
2: <laughs> and they're on their way to you, right side up. Yeah.
1: Also, this is a cruel, powerful reminder of how fucking dead GamePro is. Yep. Yeah. And then uh-huh. there was like there was one person who earned a prize of a year's worth of subscription to GamePro.
2: Yeah, that was okay. that was only in the first two episodes, I think. They were sending in their high scores, and whichever high scores they presented, they would send those people a uh, GamePro subscription for a year. But I don't think they continued that after the second episode.
0: Yeah, I I, I can see. Like, I wonder if it's like even that was too big for their budget. Because I would imagine, like, if I remember correctly, like an episode, oh, not an episode, uh, an issue of Game Pro, I think it was like fifteen bucks. Well, no, it couldn't be that much. No, it's like eight. Like it was between eight. It wasn't like two bucks. If I remember correctly, it was like.
1: I'm, I want to say you were right at 15
0: like yeah like i said 15 but then it's like that couldn't be right could it because i mean it's been forever since i have bought a like a, a magazine but it's like that it, like those weren't exactly like super cheap especially once they started putting the demo discs and all that also me looking up in that in like what an issue of nintendo Power would cost now is incredibly dumb because it's like oh of course that volume one is not was not 152 dollars when it originally came out um yeah it's uh yeah i i i lost my train of thought
1: (laughs) i'm trying to find how much this that it cost on the shelves but i'm not having any luck
0: uh, I bet you, if you can find a scan of an Nintendo Power magazine, they'd probably have the back cover. Which would have Pro. Well, right, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> I'd figure they'd uh, like a comparative, like uh, Nintendo okay. Power
1: would be okay. Five bucks. Oh, it's five bucks. Okay. Five bucks U.S. Canadian. It was six fifty.
0: I mean, in the nineteen nineties, I mean, if you with inflation, that might not actually be that far off.
2: That's probably about a $45 subscription for a year.
0: Probably. So let's see. If I was in 1990...
3: I appreciate how far off track we've gone. It's beautiful.
0: I mean, I mean, what else are we going to talk about?
1: I, mean, I was Ten talking marks. about the show. Uh, I want to hear yeah. more of what Torpid has to say.
0: Yes.
3: No, no, anyway, we need to find out the price of the the magazine. It it's very important. It's five dollars. Go on, well, please
0: it was five It was five bucks nineteen ninety which regarding inflation is about ten about a million
3: dollars It's about ten dollars about a million dollars. Yes, I got it. The shirt it was, was pretty cool though
1: it was pretty cool. I liked it. I actually kind of <laughs> felt bad that I couldn't fucking get one. <laughs> I like, like, the first time they brought it on screen, I'm like, I want oh,
0: that. So, <laughs> didn't you think that just with the fact that this VHS, like, the, like, encoding on it was eaten up so much, and the fact that it was a slightly digital pattern thing, you had to <laughs> check to make sure it, it wasn't, like, no, that's not an Ah-Hagel.
3: Oh my so... god, yes, that was one of the best. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, that's not? Okay, good, thank you. Like, I know it came later, but it's just, it looks so much like one at a distance. And, the, it, like, we, we can't emphasize enough how fucking crunchy the video was. Yeah, it,
0: it, which, of, of course, that is because this thing, you can't, like, get this thing officially. It's, like, there's a handful of episodes on YouTube, all which have, were clearly taken from a VHS tape to the point where all of them have tracker. Yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah.
2: tracking really good all the time. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because basically it's just, yeah, it's, it's a VHS... It's a rip of a VHS recording of a TV
1: show.
2: So let, let's just add to the 90s, <laughs> like...
1: I mean, yeah, it, like, that whole... It, it, I want to call it a filter, because it's basically a filter. It it adds to the 90s-ness of the production.
0: So crunchy. Also, going back to the Ago sweater thing, I just had a thought... Uh, Torvo, would you say that JD, JD's uh, jacket in that one episode was basically a '90s equivalent of a drip jacket?
3: One hundred percent. Also, wasn't it was it JD who was wearing it, or was it Brendan? Yes, I thought it, it was, was JD. It, okay. it had
0: the, the thing with the million patches on it. That were yeah, all in yeah. Game pro.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was straight. Yeah, that was that was that was '90s of drip. But. Yeah. uh, yeah no also you want to talk about fucking weird just think about that these kids had to send in like recorded tapes to GamePro. yeah
0: i mean it's the same way it's i mean there's no like this is not taken on a phone this was taken with a like a camcorder which a camcorder were, like...
3: that then had to pop out the tape from that and mail it
1: and every single one of them talked like this Hi, GamePro, I would like you to answer this question about the 5th level of...
3: They're not presenters, they're just children! <laughs> yes, also, just uh, want answers, or like, want their fucking t-shirt! Give oh, them their goddamn t-shirt, also they, JD!
0: Also, they're afraid that if that camcorder falls, it will kill them. <laughs> <laughs> or they will get killed by their parents. Yes. He'll be selfish. Yep. Also, man... Remember, yeah, it, it's just weird thinking it's like, oh yeah, like it, weird thing of like home camcorders were like 60 frames like originally, and that's why they looked always weird when you watch it. But anyway, that got translated to TV.
3: Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, the, the show is is it's not bad. It does what it tries to do. It is quite, it is your tips, your tricks, all that jazz but like oh for god for me it was dry like even ignoring the secondhand embarrassment like it was the 90s that was unfortunately the 90s thing to do but like it just oh, it was i got youtube <laughs> <laughs> i got the internet there are better ways to find that info or watch a game like i don't know it's it's hard to go back to because it's such a dated form
2: yeah, and that—that's the thing. Like, this was in 1992, right? So, uh, GameFAQs didn't exist.
3: Yep. Um, Soon world, it would, though.
2: World of Nintendo didn't exist, and a lot of a lot of those a lot of those sites didn't exist, and a lot of people weren't on the internet to begin with.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that this show exists because it's it's kind of it's a pre-internet version of finding out this information, and. I I always found that I find that interesting, you know, magazines, especially and how prominent they were. They were our only doorway into these kinds of and codes and stuff that you can now find by just going to game FAQs. So it's 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 so interesting to go back and see this arcane version of getting this information.
3: It's also great knowing that, like, you'd have to either be fast at writing down any of those codes or you'd have to record every fucking episode for the shit you want. Yeah. Which is probably how we got these tapes, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And, and then occasionally in these shows or even these magazines, you would get some some content from, like, games that were being, you know, still developed and might never have come out. Now we have the Cutting Room 4 for that. Um, I remember actually in one, in one issue of Nintendo Power seeing uh, something about um, the prototype version of SimCity for the Nintendo, like the NES. Yep. Just a couple of screenshots and that was it. Um, now we have an entire ROM thanks to TCRF.
0: Yeah, um it's also it's a very similar case to why people were obsessed with Nick Arcade for a little bit because uh, that was like a it was like a real life Wizard case where it was the first time that people saw Sonic Two, uh, and the version of Sonic Two that was on Nick Arcade was so sought after because you could easily tell that it was a prototype because uh, Emerald Hill Zone looked a little bit different uh, like the background wasn't fully right and it was playing the music of Starlight Zone from Sonic One. Uh, so finding that version of the game was was a huge thing. And it's like, when they found the prototype for that, there was such, like, I think it was referred to as the Nick Arcade prototype.
1: Hmm. And, you know, it's interesting the games that they chose to feature on the program. And one, Max, of them, one that stood out to me in particular, for obvious reasons, was The Immortal. Yep. Um, a, of all the games you could put on your program, the fucking Immortal. So
0: the thing about the Immortal uh, that would probably, uh, and I'd have to, this is, I haven't quite fully checked this, um, is the fact that the Immortal, if you figure this is 91. So this is right around the launch of the Genesis. Uh, and the Immortal was a Genesis, like very close to a uh, Genesis launch. Uh, so that game was relatively, like, in vogue, and also there was an NES port of it, which was actually the version that the kid who... Like, also it was the kid who asked for that, uh, and they used the version of the Genesis, which I was actually kind of surprised that they showed battle footage uh, from that game because the the Immortal was notorious for being incredibly violent for the time, like, even more so than, like, uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, like, that... I. I really am looking f- I'm surprised that I have not ranked it yet. Uh, that is a very fascinating game, which actually has, uh, especially going back to like history that has a it has a weirder history now um, because especially with streaming um, be cut in like uh, modern content creation for video games. Uh, the immortal was the first game to ever be. Let's played. Yep. Slowly. So really, yeah.
1: Yeah, the Immortal was the very first video Let's Play by Slow Beef. Yep, yep.
2: I feel like I should have remembered that, but I didn't. It, it's it's a really
0: weird game. Also, it is,
3: it's it is also trivia that has been lost to time at this point. Yep.
0: Also, that game's a massive asshole. But that's the it's a
1: point. piece of shit. Yeah, it's it's very cruel and unforgiving. Bill Harvey hard. hates
0: you and everything you stand for. <laughs>
3: But
1: like yeah no it's, it's it's strange and interest
3: interesting time capsule that is like we'll never go back to yeah
1: <laughs> as much as Brennan seems like a an exaggeration he's not that's how people were in the nineties that was exactly how they were
2: especially when they were baked yes
1: yeah
3: <laughs> just I don't, once again though I feel like he had more personality than like JD which is what got me he that's does, kind he does. of why I liked him.
2: Yeah, which which is what I was saying. Like, they shouldn't have just gotten rid of him. They should have replaced him. To be fair, we don't know the
1: circumstances. Yeah. yeah. I really would like to know why he only lasted two episodes. Like that was a genuine curiosity. I
0: I I don't know. I d I never I didn't see anything in like a Wikipedia about a, like an arrest or anything, so
1: Yeah, nowhere uh, I looked came up with anything about it. He stopped being
3: high for two seconds and was lucid briefly and realized what am I doing with my life.
0: But also like, for example, like i I like going for like the Wikipedia article game pro TV uh, this is the first this is the first section verbatim. Game pro TV is a syndicated weekly interestingly, game pro TV is a syndicated uh, weekly uh, video game television show that ran from ninety one to ninety 90- through ninety two. The show was a low budget partner to game pro
3: magazine that's it right. obviously it was low budget It didn't need more like yeah. if I'm gonna be real
0: there are four segments of the history there is the first run syndicated version, which is the version we watched uh the paid advertisement version um the Fox sports net version, which came on ninety eight uh and game pro minute, which came on two thousand three beautiful
3: mm. yep And i i I think it's I'm glad it still exists, even in the form it does, and I'm I'm glad it happened. But boy, how did we could never go back to it? Nope.
2: Oh shit! I'm ju- I'm just remembering now. Bad bad influence. That's yeah.
0: So bad. in the C, also for Game Pro TV, bad influence is number one. But that's probably just because it starts with a B. Yeah.
3: But uh, awful. also actually, what was the pile of dog shit game they gave a very high rating?
0: Uh, it was uh it was Wolverine for the NES, I
3: think. I think that was it
0: yeah their 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 uh rating their their views were not were of a different time.
3: The, none of their ratings went under three.
0: Yeah. and they showed off sort of so damn in the first episode, which is Wasn't they giving tips on it? Yeah, they were giving tips on it. It's, here's here's my tip for Sword of the Sedan. Don't play Sword of the Sedan. <laughs>
3: yeah, be fair, like you have the luxury of saying that. I mean, yes, you're not some kid who got it and it now has like their one game for the next several months.
0: Some unfortunate parent who paid sixty dollars ninety to, in ninety dollars for that game. Like some the fact that Q remember
3: fucking rented it. Rem,
0: yeah, there's it, also that in which it's like okay, there's your. Fifteen bucks for that weekend spent. Um, also, uh, just a reminder that when Fantasy Star Four came out, uh, that cost a hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, and you got Ooh. I. I saw the other day somebody bemoaning the sixty dollars price tag on games, saying back in the day you could buy it for like twenty or thirty oh, dollars. So bought Motherf- it for
3: sixty bucks. <laughs> I
1: bought Bart's Nightmare on the Super Nintendo for sixty dollars retail. Yeah. So that's a thing my dick.
3: that a lot of people forget is that the price of video games has stagnated, and that's a good thing. Yes.
1: Yeah, game game prices haven't gone up with the 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 um, the uh, cost it's of inflation.
3: Like, yeah, it's it's why people freaked with a lot of the PS Five stuff being seventy bucks.
1: I'm yep. fine with them being seventy dollars. Shit costs money. Yep. I'm just saying, it's a lot of people don't realize how good we've had it for so long. <laughs> yeah, like games should cost a hundred dollars at this point, to be quite honest.
3: Depends on the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like, like AAA, yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I'm, or, I'm not saying anything. I'm happy at sixty. Thank you.
2: <laughs> or games that come with equipment such as Ring Fit. Yeah.
3: yeah. What's that? Inflation? Slap, slap. No, sixty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway,
0: um is there any other things we wanted to go over?
3: No. Just once again I'll say like yeah, it, it it's cringy as shit looking back at it, but I'm glad it happened and I'm glad the archives exist. Any
0: last words?
2: I love lo- before I-, I kill you.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that just makes me think of, of the, the one point where they were showing the um the the ending to Final Fight, and that segment started with J.D. Roth saying that he was going to put us out of our misery. <laughs> also, like, going to kill us. Also,
0: that just reminded me of when they were talking about Final Fight, where there's like, oh yeah, Jessica, uh, Je- rescue Jessica and re- her, how she's reunited with her father, Cody. God, yes, that
1: was right. Reunited with her father, Cody. <laughs>
0: Which, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then they also did um Ninja Gaiden. Uh, they showed the ending to it, if I remember correctly. Ryu. I, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I need to make I need to make note of this. Um, Brennan doesn't know how to fucking say Magneto, and it was a oh yeah infuriated. Magneto. You mean Magneto? Magneto? Ah! <laughs> just, God. I mean, both it.
2: of them are guilty of that.
1: Four times in that episode, and I just wanted to strangle someone.
0: They got a Styanax correct, but they did not get Magneto correct.
1: <laughs>
3: Asked you, next.
2: I'll ask you, next.
0: Yeah. Also, yes, it's a reminder of the fact that we did not know how to pronounce Japanese names back then, like Ninja Gaiden and Legend of Cage.
2: See, in- that, that, was, that was the one good thing about the wizard that taught us how to pronounce Ninja Gaiden.
1: Okay, but is it Tenchu or Tenku? That
0: one I always says is Tenchu.
1: Yeah, I always knew it as Tenchu. I have n- I, I'm not him. sure what you're talking about.
0: The the video game Tenchu. Yeah,
1: okay. it was a game for the PlayStation. It's a ninja game.
0: Yeah. Uh, did better. anyone ha- did anyone have any other points before we rank?
2: That was an amazing green screen flip jump that JD did in that one episode. Yes. <laughs> That's about okay. it.
3: Did love the use of his disl- his his dislodged head just completely removed. Capitated that was the word
2: just uh, just popping in and out without any sort of like video or audio cue, just pooh, there he is
1: I recall one bit over a game where his disembodied head just kind of spun around the screen,
2: oh yeah, yeah there either is. way,
0: yeah, yeah, um, okay, so. We're going to rank this using our normal 1 to 21 scale with the three extras of, of 69, 420, and 666 um, to denote whether or not uh, whatever the game pro that we watched is good, uh, one being Absolute Mass Craft can't get any better, uh, to 21, uh, which is absolute garbage, not even worth watching, like not even ironically. So X, where would you place this on a 1 to 21 scale, or with do you want to go for one of the three extras?
1: No, it's this is rankable. Um I'm gonna say eight or nine.
0: Alright. Cool. Y'all.
2: Mm, I would say on on the game pro scale, this would be about a three. On the retro rank rhapsody slash media delta scale, I would put it around thirteen.
0: Alright. Uh Torpo. I uh
3: uh I would argue this is like above ranking because of specifically what it is, but also it's there's no actual rank among those that suits it. So I'll probably say like fucking 12, 13. All right. On a good day. Um, I was actually
0: thinking 420. Uh, just because of how much of an alien thing this is now, just of the fact that it's like such a time capsule to the, to the 90s, um, that thinking about this in a scale of, like, good or bad really doesn't do it justice, I guess.
3: That's that's kind of what I was getting at, is it is a every type, in go, what it's going for are so completely foreign to the sort of entertainment-driven thing we have for the list proper, and it is very much just... Meant to be informative and helpful in interpreting a magazine, specifically as a TV show and nothing more or less. Um,
0: kind of think about it in comparison to things we've ranked four twenty in, uh, like in retro and Grhapsody, uh stuff like Virtual Sp- uh, Springfield or like uh, LSD Dream Emulator, where taking them at their face value of like trying to review them in the same way doesn't really kind of. Makes sense because it's more about just like the fact about like lsd dream emulator the music in it is cacophonous and like there is like it is a jank ass game but that's not really what you're going there for and also the fact that depending upon what you're going in there for will like change how your output is like i feel like at least my my uh, reasoning for 420 is that I just feel like this is just such a weird thing that it doesn't really fit on the scale in the same way. As,
2: As an objective note, uh, th- this is the description for 420 otherworldly vision. This is impossible to rank because what even
1: is this?
3: Well, it's it's like I, I agree with Lolo is it's it's hard to rank because it doesn't really fit within the concept of the scale.
1: but then I would argue based on the definition that Coolio presented that it wouldn't fall under four twenty because it's not a question of what is this. We understand it. We understood it within seconds of watching it.
0: That being said, we don't have any thirteens. We don't <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, cause I'm trying to think if I were to give this a number scale, I don't even know what I'd give it.
1: Okay, a- has a sound foundation, but something about it elevates it in a way that competence can't. Fever dream.
0: So 69.
1: How about that?
0: I mean, that does fit. It is one of the, uh, it is one of the outside there, which I feel like, I feel like it's just something about it. I just feel putting it on the normal scale. Kind of almost does it a dis like doesn't do it a disservice, but I feel like I feel like we have to put like an asterisk next to this that this is not something you watch like uh in this like if just to give a comparison like the x like the putty if say if we put this in eight uh you're putting it right next oh, that's that's right restaurant and you're putting in the same stuff as like area 88 uh Digimon the movie secret to mama roller games sweet home which i f- Feel like going into this with thinking of something of those kind is a little bit is it just I feel like it'd be slightly off if that makes sense. We're trying um, to
1: rank a television show that's a magazine.
2: Yeah, I, I not. Hmm. It is See, I purely know,
3: informative.
2: I don't know that I would want to put it at sixty nine because I feel like if it was a, a proper sixty nine, that it would be more poignant you know so that's something that you cannot look away from because it's completely like you you don't know what's going to happen and you need to find out and this is just you you know like we the the format is very formulaic like you know what's you you know what the basic of what is going to happen at a given point
1: well, no, because we do have six six six, which is so bad it's good, or at least fascinating, which falls in line with what you were just saying. I feel like if we aren't going to rank this proper, that the best fit we have of the three extra categories is sixty nine. Uh, That's where I stand. So I'm I'm an I'm at an eight or a sixty
0: nine. See the the thing that I would say um, about that is I. And this might be seem like a cop out answer but i feel like that is more a problem less with this show of whether or not this is 420 other than i think i need to rewrite that description
3: well yeah cuz they're all written, with, written like written wrote rot right written right written, written. written with uh you know uh, fucking in mind. mind um
0: cuz i feel like you're like that actually brings up a point that i would say is why i might argue also for 420 uh is that in it simultaneously depending upon your point of view you could think that this is like a fever dream of something that you might be interested in but also this could be a fascinating nightmare too uh because of just it's really weird production value and all that i could definitely see a case for really any of the three uh, and just in the case of like having it being a happy medium, I feel like it could be a case for 420, just because I feel like it would fit somewhere in the middle.
1: Hmm.
2: That's 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 a fair argument for me, actually.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm this isn't a hill I'm willing to die on. So.
0: Um. So I guess let uh, let's let's do it like this. Uh, let's just re. So, Axe, you're still saying you're saying 69 in that case?
1: I'm saying an 8 or a 69.
0: Okay. Uh, Coolio. 13 or
1: 420.
0: Alright.
3: Uh, Torpo. The fuck is wrong with all of you? <laughs> I'll just say what? a 13 and call it a day. I don't care enough to argue out the semantics of this bullshit. I'm putting this firmly on Lolo again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You know what? Just for giggles?
2: Or not ranking.
0: Uh, no. Um I'm going to also say 13 or 420, and I think by the fact that three of us said the same number. I think it's a 13.
3: Jackpot, I'm three.
0: Just, just so we can put it somewhere. Want this to die. <laughs> um all right. Also, finding information about who did this is like not possible.
3: I don't have the energy in me right now to like fucking argue out the semantics of this bullshit.
0: Uh, anyway, so I don't think there's any content of note. Um, like I it it didn't really do anything else. Uh, is there anything we want to call out in music, charm, cinematography, uh, storytelling, action, or um artistry? No. Do we
1: want to say this was camp?
0: Absolutely, I would say camp this is camp. Shit.
3: Camp it up. But I'd argue in a way that isn't super charming.
1: I,
0: I'm gonna, you know what? I'm just gonna put that. In, I'm gonna put that in yay and nay. How about that?
3: Yeah. Because like otherwise, there's not much to say about it, honestly. Um, it's part of why uh, I said it's so fucking hard to rank.
0: So there is also there is a couple of charms that I can think of. Uh, actually, and also a, non, uh, a non-problematic version of this. Uh, boy, this was from the, the XT's, wasn't it? This is very much
3: a 90s show. This is aggressively 90s.
2: This is so 90s, I feel like I need to go play clocks.
3: <laughs> okay, but like, where do we rank it for bad opinions?
0: I mean, that... that we can't really do anything for that. Uh, no, but there's also another one. Um, that we can put... Where does this go? Oh, an artistry, Uh, taste the budget.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yep. yep. They did what they could with what they had, and I I appreciate that at least. And I'm
0: pretty sure that is the first one that gets that of that that charm. I I
3: appreciate that there was clearly some effort put into their green screen shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, which is, yes, they actually thought about that kind of thing.
2: I, I would propose, and you know, feel free to throw this out if you want, that this is cheesy in a good way.
3: I disagree. I don't think this has much charm at all.
0: I, it's very, I would argue, it's the taste thing. Fair enough. Um, That's a big shrug. Actually, uh, there is actually a charm. There is a charm charm that fits us perfectly, which is wonderfully if it's time which is a CD icon, which I, I feel like that. Yes,
2: yeah, that's perfect.
0: Um, When it comes to really anything else, I can't really think of anything because like the music used was just music from like, I don't think there was any like there was like a public like a public domain sounding like
1: it's uh, a generic rock song. Yeah,
0: but yeah, it was just music from the games.
3: Yeah because okay. I didn't really need to put much money
1: into that.
2: 90s across the board.
1: Yeah. Uh filming it's mixed because like the regular show is shot okay and then they had some occasional moments where it's just like it seemed like nobody knew what they wanted to do and the framing wasn't that good. But then on the other hand you had the the green screen stuff that was actually good. So I'm kind of I guess maybe leave it blank cuz I'm in the middle on
0: yeah, that. Yeah, I would say leave it blank. I wouldn't say it's bad, but I wouldn't say it's good.
2: Your mileage may vary. Mm,
0: probably still not even that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it, it, action doesn't count, and storytelling doesn't count either.
1: The football but, throwing was pretty good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they caught the football. Well, the take they used, they caught the football, <laughs> which probably was the first take. So I'll probably give them that. Um. But yeah, with that, I think that's kind of it. I think that's kind of it for Game Pro TV.
2: Thank goodness. Um that was fun. We we to- we totally should take a look at video in arcade top ten. That's one I grew up with, and uh it's a show. Those
0: those are always fun. Uh also things like uh video power and like I, I, in Starcade. Starcade, I feel, is like Starcade's not as like flashy as some of these other ones. Um, it's just very competent at what it does. Uh, which also, I think that
2: I think Starcade is.
0: No, I don't. No, no, it's American. I no, it's just Jeff Edwards who I think was Canadian. Um, uh, anyway, I think that is going to do it for GamePro TV. Uh, so before we go, Ax, anything you want to plug?
1: Yes, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Advoc- Self Advoc- Network, um, uh, which is a fantastic organization run by people with autism for people with autism. All right, uh, Koya.
2: Uh, yeah, there's my show, uh, Square Wave Symphony, your home for video games, shift tunes, and all things weird and geeky, which can be found uh, on its internet home at lowbiasgamingnet slash Squaresim, and also at Squaresim on Twitter.
0: All right, Torpo.
3: Uh, Fucking twitch.tv slash torpotypist and at torpotypist on Twitter, and I, I would love to plug the whole left in my heart by the 90s.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of the 90s, uh, the next thing that we're actually taking a look at came from the 90s. I'm pretty sure it came from the 90s. It was like early 90s. Uh, 90s, out. But this is a this is a um, our first dive into a very big subset of uh, I don't of, I guess, technically TV, but also just style of media in general. We're taking our first look at a tokusatsu series, a legitimate tokusatsu series, Uh, one that the only like only people over here probably know of. Um, because it was the basis for the Japanese version of the game uh, that came out over here as Shatterhand. Uh, the, the show that we are watching is Tokyo Shirei Brain, which translates roughly into Super Rescue uh, Sol, uh, which is a part of the Metal Heroes um, uh, series of Toku shows, uh, which is slightly different than, say, something like uh, Kamen Rider or something like the Sentai series. Um, but yes, uh, we are going to be taking a look at that because Toei has, I think, it, I'm pretty sure it's Toei, has uh, put a good majority of that stuff available on YouTube, um, like officially. So we will be watching that um, in a return to watching a series. So uh, with that, uh, that is going to do it. So thank you all for watch or er, listening.
2: Bye bye. Later.
3: Be-
0: if you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you would like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's RetroRank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash puzzle or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link.